0: to are uh, you going to okay. yeah hello and welcome to an nba edition of big ben and kwin this week we're talking about the new new nba the new requirements for being elite in the nba i'll break down our new algorithm ben and i will banter on which western conference teams match and we'll have a little fun around the way i'm k Win. he's my alley partner big ben let's go oh okay um OK and OKC,
1: wow, OK, just more than OK and OKC. We'll get into that before we do. We have to uh, give a shout out to our promo sponsor. That is Winstreaks, W-I-N-S-T-R-E-A-K-Z. When you enter the App Store, this is an app. Get on your phone, go to the App Store and search W-I-N-S-T-R-E-A-K-Z. No obligation to play. A simple app in which you pick teams you believe are going to win. Build your streak throughout the week. And you'll win some money that's right you don't have to pay anything to win money easy you get more money or excuse me more points if you bet on the dog a little less points if you bet on the favorite go in and enter the referral code kwin that's k-w-i-n-n and then in a sense you'll be playing with us as well we'll be able to track how you're doing uh again that's w-i-n-s-t-r-e-a-k-z in the app store it's fun it's easy i do it It takes me two to three minutes a day i bet some dogs bet some winners throughout the week maybe i win some money maybe i don't maybe my bets come through maybe they don't all in all i'm not betting my money i'm able to keep my money sometimes i win some money or a t-shirt didn't wear it today but gosh it's soft all right let's get into who else is on a streak
0: before we get into that you can scan the QR code at the top of this podcast. If you're watching, I know I said that last week. I messed up with the banner ad, but I did not mess up with the banner ad this week. So you can scan the QR code. It takes you right to the app store. You can get in, use our referral code. Kaylin, and start betting. It's wildcard weekend. We've got the Natty on Monday. Pick some dogs, pick some winners,
1: pick some dogs, dogs. All right. And before you do that, for those that don't know how to scan a QR code, simply point your picture, or excuse me, go to your camera. Look, point it at the screen. It will pop up. Click on the link. The link will take you to the app store, more than likely, or a place where you can download the promo code. I'm just thinking about those that don't understand the little QR codes. Maybe you like a real menu at the restaurant. I yeah. get you. You know, they. You know, COVID came and went. But scan the QR code, like you said. NBA.
0: So I've been wanting to do this podcast for like two weeks, and I decided that we should do it today for a couple reasons. It's week 18, the playoffs are started, NFL's over, the Niners are going to win, we don't even really need to talk about it anymore. So let's get into the NBA. <laughs> On
1: we go. On we go, as you would say. Okay. Okay, and okay, see, as I said. Okay, when this is my favorite team, um, has been. This is our time.
0: favorite team. And, and, our and favorite let's give team. the fans and listeners a little perspective. It was this summer when you said, Shay. Was going to be MVP of the league. And then I doubled down early this fall. And I said OKC would at least be the fifth seed in the West. We actually might be right on both of those. The way they're playing. I know they're only about 35 games in. There's a lot left to play. But there's a lot to like. And the ceiling can only go up from here. Yeah, the reason you got to like that one. We should have
1: played that parlay. Oh, yeah. A good money parlay right there. One reason that's big they're the youngest team in the NBA. Legs are always fresh. And two, I was a witness to Shay. Like I watched him take down Portland and he's done the same thing each and every night. He's so consistent. So buttery. So, uh, give me another adjective K one smooth, smooth, like peanut butter. Yeah. Not chunky, smooth. And Sam Presti is an utter genius. I don't,
0: he's been, he's the money ball of the NBA. Um, He's got so many draft picks too. like they could make a move to get even better or they could kind of sit back and let like Jalen Williams and Chet take that next level to get better. That's why it's so scary right now that they're playing this well because there's so much more upside in everything that they can do as well as Shea. Yeah, I mean, Shea's the leader. He's the foundation and then Chet's
1: hitting. Chet's Chet's becoming his own man. He's got a beard now. I think the beard plays a big part in it. And then there's an article on Jalen Williams from Santa Clara University. As he, those three actually being a big three now in the NBA, which we've seen. Giddy's a nice little promotional player on the side. Fourth man, fifth man. Um, You know, they're deep, they're young, they're fun to watch. Uh, As you said, Presti's got kind of, it's not a plug and play type thing. It's really um he's developing
0: players and, and they complement each other which is very hard to do in this day in the nba you know Shea's kind of like your point forward everything goes through him you put him at the top you spread him with shooters check can shoot jalen can shoot jalen plays d check plays d your best player shea plays d that's why the sky's the limit really for this team they can shoot they can score they can play d and they're humble and they want it
1: yes and there was an article I was reading how you you, you look at him play D. And I don't know about you, but back in the day, it was always, it was like, all right, the tougher we make it for them on offense, the easier it is for us on offense, effectively, right? If we wear them down and they had said, you know, arms are in passing lanes. You know, shots are being continually contested. Like there's no easy shots. There's no easy passes. They're communicating on, on screens. And that's a big benefit to them. And on the other side of the offensive end, Pick and pops, pick and rolls. Chet's a matchup nightmare. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Shea can use any screen to get to the hole. Mid-range uh, mid, mid, mid uh, mid-range jumpers are nice. Um, Chet's there.
0: blocking shots, too. Like, that's another level that they didn't have last year when Chet wasn't around. Like, he right. protects the rim. So, not only can they defend out on the perimeter with Dort from ASU, mm-hmm. Jalen Williams, Shea, you got Chet in there cleaning up the mistakes as well. Yeah and it's they can get out and run
1: um you know they got an international feel with giddy and a few other uh, players on their team it's just and they don't get cheated you know you don't see a possession where it's like man that was just a kind of dump when they also discuss that each player has a, a particular move later in the shot clock you know when you make a team defend right they don't get cheated on any possession for that matter defensive or offensive and when you make a team, just and you're young like that, right? You're not a, you're not an old, you know. You're not an old team where you're just leaking out, leaking out games, but rather you're just, you know. Some teams are having to submit. We've, seen, you know, in terms of just resources and you know fouls and so forth, they can only go so deep. OKC okay, is the inverse of those Warriors. Oh yeah, that Warriors team you're wearing in your hat.
0: I'm going to get into the new, new NBA. we got a new algorithm. But before I get into the new, new NBA and what makes a team elite, I'm going to take you back a little bit. A little history lesson. The NBA used to be very binary. Big men, defense. You've got Bill Russell. You've got Robert Parrish, Mikhail Bird, You've got Shaq. You've got Tim Duncan. You had Moses Malone. You had Wilt Chamberlain. And Oh, by the way, I know you're going to say, what about Michael Jordan in Chicago? Like, that was... The goat, right? So that was something that we'll never see again. But for the most part, it was a pretty vanilla NBA. And then came along Mike D'Antoni. It was small ball. I'm gonna move my four, who's Amari Stoudemire, to five. I'm gonna move my three, Sean Marion, to four. I'm gonna spread you out. I'm gonna shoot threes. And that was a step in the next direction. Then the Warriors took it another level. It was small ball with high volume, high efficiency three point shooting. And they did it, four championships in eight years. Kevin Durant helped. But at the end of the run, I don't know if everyone saw it, but I did. It was masked behind Steph Curry's brilliant performance against the Celtics and the Celtics' inexperience. They really didn't have anyone else, and their bigs couldn't do a whole lot, which was exposed when they played the Lakers last year in the playoffs because the Lakers basically were only guarding three players on the Warriors. So I'm going to get into the new, new NBA. And it takes five things to be elite. So listen to them, big man. I'm going to break them down. Number one, you've got to be able to score at least 121 points a game. It's offense, it's offense, it's offense. Like the defensive rules, you really can't touch or slow down a player. So it's all built for points and scoring. So you got to be able to score. And when you score, you need two elite scores. Like the elite scores, I'm talking someone who's averaging between 20 and 30 points a game. You need your 1A and your 1B. Three, here's the thing that's really hurting the Warriors. You need your so-called big men. I won't call it a four or five because it's positionless basketball, but you need your big men. They need to be able to hit and shoot three-pointers. Four, you need to play team defense. Now, I said it is an offensive league, but you still got to be able to stop another team in the playoffs or at the right time, so you need defensive components or people who can make a stop. And last but not least – You need your defenders to actually score. Like if you look at Looney and you look at Draymond, they can't score. They can't hit the three. Look at Boston. They can all defend. They can all shoot. You got Perzingis. Look at OKC. You've got Chet. The three best players defend. Look at Philly and B defense. Look at Denver. Jokic doesn't necessarily defend, but Aaron Gordon, who's their defender, can score. And Jokic... Is a joke. He can do so much more than what Steph can do. Steph can score, but he needs support around him. I agree with you wholeheartedly
1: on everything you're saying. 121 points. You're right. I think the the there was a day recently in which all teams averaged 134 points across the NBA, which is ridiculous, right? A few teams eclipsed 144 points in a single game, which is the most that they've seen since I don't know what it was, like 2001. Um, and I think you're exactly right on the defensive front. Like we've heard the term three and D, you know, thrown around and how valuable those players are. There was a recent trade between Toronto and the Knicks, in which RJ Barrett went to Toronto and OC, I forget his last name. OC and Nanobly, I'm gonna put it came to the Knicks. And you know, everyone kinda scratched their head and they go, Well, the Knicks need to get tougher. They need to be able to play defense. We need someone that can guard the best player on their team night in, night out. Multiple positions. Exactly right, and so that's that's what that's where the value's trending. We we're gonna go get players to your point that can put up numbers, that can put up you know make buckets, shoot threes, and so forth, get to the rim. But we also need players that can stop the other team. And going back to Dan Antonio's team, I think you know when he tried that formula where we're just gonna outscore you, it got exhaustive down down the stretch. You know he he brought in good scores, but if you can't stop someone else, you, you maybe you know. You can't go punch or punch. It's not who has the ball last. And then I I like your point you made around the, you've got to have, you know, your fourth and fifth options. Got to be old score buckets. I mentioned the OKC. Like three pointers too. Like you got to stretch the floor. Yeah. And so you, and it's to a point where, you know, defensive teams sit there and go, okay, we got to defend these three guys for, you know, 22 seconds, right? Hard out. And then we let the other guys, the other two, the ball in their hands and then be forced to find a shot and i think we've seen that from the warriors it's so like you know draymond gets the ball late in the shot clock what's he doing he's looking at, he's he's not looking at the hoop he's you know looking for a way to get a rub screen so he can
0: get someone a shot like that's well, just the truth of the matter and this all happened so quickly because you had the splash brothers hitting threes and i almost compared to like the nba was like vanilla and chocolate ice cream and the warriors came in with mint and chip. And now everyone's coming with like a better version of and ship. They don't have two shooters. They've got like seven, eight shooters and their bigs can shoot too. And it's really, really made the difference. Like look at Minnesota, like cat, he can shoot the three you've got towns. You've got like Jade McDaniels, like look at Denver, Michael Porter, Aaron Gordon, everyone on the Celtics can do it. Embiid is shooting the threes, like it's just so much different and I'll go back to the Warriors here is like Draymond and Looney have been great for the Warriors for a very long time, but their role in the NBA is slowly going away. And what yeah. I'm talking about is like a one dimensional player. Like you're going to rebound and play defense, maybe two dimensional. You're going to just play defense and distribute. No, you've got to be able to score too. Cause like, yeah. if you can't score and stretch the defense, you don't fit into today's NBA.
1: Yeah. And that's the unfortunate part. If you look at Zach Eadie's rank, rankings, you know, defending, he might be a two-time Naismith player of the year at yeah. Purdue. And you go look at the rankings of the top 50 players from an NBA perspective. He's like down in the 30s and 40s. Like they just don't see a place for him in the NBA. And you're exactly right. Chet Holmgren, perfect kind of, I guess, blueprint of what you want on a big guy now. Right? The guy that can stretch. The guy that can rim protect. The guy that, you know, someone's coming down the lane, they, they think twice. And he can shoot. He's a good pick and pop guy. Like Zach Eadie's just not that guy, you know? He's no different from, say, like Zach Collins, who's starting for the Spurs now. Yeah. You know, and Zach Collins had a tough time. seeing you the floor for the Trailblazers just a year ago. Like, if you're playing with Zach Collins, has a starting on your team, it's reflective of your record. And the Spurs are have, what, five wins? Five wins. So, so, I mean, you're exactly right. Minnesota, I mean, you got shooters. You got Rudy. You got a good match or mix and match of guys you can put on the
0: floor that give you that formula that you're talking about. Yeah, and if you go back to the algorithm, like, let's look at teams. Minnesota, like, they're a top-10 team in scoring. They're a top-10 team in defense. You've got Cat. You've got Anthony Edwards averaging mid-20s, and they both play defense. Now let's look at the Warriors. Steph's averaging 26. The next one is Clay at 17. I think Kaminga's at, like, 16. Wiggins is at, like, 12. Like, they don't have enough to score 130 on any given night. They're top 10 in offense, but they're like towards the middle of the pack in defense and their bigs can't shoot and they're one dimensional. Yeah.
1: Go out east too. look at like, I mean, the reason everyone looks at Giannis as the reason for the uh, Milwaukee's resurgence. No, Brooke Lowe plays. Yeah. Like, like Brooke was ahead of the game. There's a reason that guy went to Stanford. He was ahead of the <laughs> game. What did he do in the offseason? He didn't go bigger, or faster. He just learned how to shoot really well. And that's what he's done. The same could be said for like the resurgence of Porzingis. Like the Celtics are, are like when they traded for Porzingis, Porzingis kind of said, okay, here's going to be my role going forward. And that's what he's done. Celtics have been amazing. He's been a compliment to to uh Brown and, and Tatum there. So you're right. It's 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 like the haves and the has nots in the yeah. NBA right now. Like if you have that formula you you just you just ironed it up, you're gonna be okay. If you don't, you're done. You're like, done. That's, it's simple. And that's why people are making trades. For guys like yeah. OC, like they realize there's holes right they got to be able to defend the best player night in night out and like in the west that's the same thing they know they're going to be able to get past the warriors if someone can just lick steph curry and clay thompson for you know
0: 40 minutes or whatever it is um go back to your bucks comment it's almost like that they knew our algorithm before we talked yeah, about that. exactly because everyone was like well, why would they get rid of drew holiday he's a good defender well Dane is that other score that can help Giannis in the playoffs. And I'm not saying defense doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter as much. Like there right. aren't the bad boys of the NBA, the Pistons, or even the next version with Ben Wallace and Tayshaun Prance and Rasheed. Like those those teams don't exist. Those players don't exist because the NBA doesn't allow defense anymore. Well, it
1: used to be it was easier to prevent a bucket than get a bucket. But now, to your point, with the rules, you know, around um, you know the ref and, and promotion of scoring, Adam Silver would rather see one hundred and forty points a night than eighty. That's that's you know for sure. So it is easier to score than actually prevent someone else from scoring, right? Shooting's gone up, percentage's gone up. Like I don't know what it was back in the day, which you were considered. I'd, I'd be anxious or interested in seeing like Reggie Miller's three point percentage versus guys in the. But they're putting up so many threes, people anywhere like above 35% are considered really good shooters yeah. in the NBA which is crazy you know you think you go out and only make three and a half shots out of ten you know that's not that great but in the NBA it's not too bad
0: you know because you're putting well, it goes million. back to like the numbers game right like the percentages are probably down because they're shooting more but it's a race to 125 points every night yeah. and if you're shooting more threes and you're hitting them at a reasonable clip you're going to get there quicker like look at last night Pacers scored 150, Celtics scored like 130. The Mavericks scored 130 without Luka. The Kings scored 130. The Nets scored over like 125 against OKC. And the Warriors just don't have the firepower on offense or the defense or the big men to do it all. So they are not elite. And that pains me to say It they You're may get, to, I'm accepting it. They may get to the playoffs in a play-in situation, but they're one in dot. Uh, all right. Let me, can I, can I,
1: I gotta, I gotta hand it. If I, if I was to vote to swap your hat for any one team that you could collectively um, take on right now, I think we've seen some problems with the Lakers. Oh yeah. Clippers are, are they were, they were like one game over 500 no more than a month ago. I think we were blasting them. I mean, it, it was bad, right? We go, there's no way this is going to work. Absolutely no way. There's no way Harden, Kawhi, and George are going to are gonna work out. What's with Russell Westbrook. Gonna, what, what are they going to do? You mentioned the word humble. I think Westbrook's been humble a little bit. He says, hey, if I want to win, I'm a guy that hasn't won very much wherever I've been. Um, and then you got Kawhi and Paul. They're pretty healthy now. Both really good scorers. And then you came in and threw Harden in the mix. Harden's averaging 8.5 to 9.9 assists a night. Yeah, I mean, he's, gosh, you played a clip where I was just trashing him for not adapting to the team around him, but it looks like he is, and I guess it's working. So I don't know if Ballmer's paying more on the side or what's going on in LA, but the Clippers are paying well.
0: Well, they fit, the, they fit the algorithm. They can yep. score 120. You got Kawhi and PG can average in the mid-20s. Mm. Uh, they actually play defense because Kawhi and Leonard go both ways. James, mm. but you got yeah. Zubak in the middle. Cleaning up. DJ Tucker. Yeah, we were no, wrong about the Clippers. I was wrong. I was, I was wrong. wrong, too. I I could have countered your argument, but I wrote along and I piled on James Harden. So, Mr. Harden, if you are listening to this from Spirit Rhino or wherever you are at a strip club, we sincerely apologize. Yeah. Um,
1: Halliburton's. The beast too. You gotta the Pacers to are him,
0: leading the league in scoring. It's yeah, Miles Turner, who no one wanted, is averaging seventeen points a game, and he's a big man who shoots threes and plays defense.
1: Yes, he's
0: uh, as it stands today, the play in
1: games are the Warriors, Rockets, Suns, and Pelicans in the West. Ooh, ooh, the Suns, I ooh. mean Beal like the, Go back to your algorithm. Does that work with the Suns? You got Durant, you got Beal, and you got Booker.
0: What's missing? So they can score 120. They've got superstars. I think the part part that they lack in is their team defense. Like, the Celtics have superstars. The Sixers have. But I don't think the Suns can physically play defense when they need to. Like, Durant's getting old. Beal plays no defense. Jurkic, he's having a good year. But I worry about the chemistry of the actual team and the defense. Yeah, I agree with you there. NBA is in a good spot. I mean, in terms
1: of just excitement, I I didn't watch any of the Christmas games. um, But from everything that I've seen in terms of, it seems like there's, especially this year, there's more like you get the Chet Holmgrims, the Halliburton's, kind of these guys emerging. you know that we didn't have it was it used to be kind of probably a subset of 20 players where you kind of scattered them throughout the nba and see where the chips fall any given year but now this year it's more
0: you come on a little more well-rounded look at the western conference minnesota okc's two denver's three clippers are four the pelicans are right around there the kings are around there like the old guard isn't in there like the lakers aren't in there the warriors aren't in there portland was good for a long time it's the new yeah. new nba i'm being summoned Breakfast all right all so right, we close out here let's get out of here good nba update well done we'll have more nba we'll have shorter podcasts we've got a little long because we got a little excited it's football season but remember to follow us instagram twitter tiktok wherever you get your podcasts at big ben kwin underscore at big ben kwin underscore we are locked li- I every week, nofilter.net, caffeine TV, and YouTube. If you're more of an audio podcast person, anywhere you get your podcast, download, listen, subscribe, five star ratings. And last but not least, scan the promo code. If you're listening, download the Win Streaks app, use the referral code KWIN. Go Hawks, go, go Niners, go, Niners, go, go Rams, Gris,
1: go Grizz, go Dogs. Great day, great weekend coming up. Let's get it. Boom. Oh, good stuff.